0: Hey Chosen chosen fam, I'm Liz, I'm Sarah, and welcome to Season 8 of the Tell Me About It podcast. In this season, we're bringing you more special guests, new topics, and the first ever Chosen Girl book club, which will take place at the end of each month. We know there's so much value in studying the Word, and we're excited to dive in to learn more about God and His call for our lives in a new way. If you aren't caught up, please feel free to subscribe and binge our first seven seasons wherever you find your podcast. And if this podcast has impacted you, we would be honored if you would rate us within your podcast app of choice. Grab your Chick fil A sweet tea and nuggets with us, and let's get this party started. We're rolling. Cool. Yeah. Let's do it. Welcome back, Chosen Girl family. Happy Tuesday. We have a very special guest in studio today. You've probably heard us talk about him, the infamous DJ. What's up? Nothing much. Or as my kids call you, G.J. 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 So that's his new name. Um, Him and his wife are now G.J. and Shelfie.
1: Yeah. And she's not kidding. Literally every time (laughs) we see everyone (laughs) in the group, they're like, G.J. G.J.
0: Yes. And, um, uh my oldest uh y'all know we're in the process of adopting so kind of a fostering situation make sure to say hi to to gj at least every would you say two three minutes like just oh, yeah. to make oh, sure that you're forefront. fully locked in yeah. to his attention yeah. like hi
1: gj yeah oh yeah yeah and, and between <laughs> him and, and the other one it's like constantly going back and forth like, mm-hmm. push me push me draw with me and then i'm like okay hold on put and, me
0: and, on your shoulders yeah, i
1: want to go high yeah
0: and i'm like uh guys he probably gets tired and they're like no he doesn't <laughs> i'm just like oh okay yeah. well you
1: find me yeah <laughs> yeah that's it every time
0: okay hide and go seek is also really easy because they hide in the same spot every time yeah. and then they tell you where they yeah, are I'm as well <laughs> yeah yeah so thank you for coming on the podcast yeah. yes. Thank so, if you much. don't know, G.J. is a part of our Friday Night Crack House that we told you guys about a few episodes ago. He's my one of my husband's best friends and one of mine, too. Thanks. So. And your lovely, better half as well. I should have had her on here, too, because yeah. she's also a mental health professional. Yeah. Well, it's just now occurring to me at this point in time. Yeah.
1: She's more of a professional than me. I can't technically say I'm a mental health professional. So,
0: Well, I mean, that's... Well, This you're the most professional we've had on the podcast. Oh wow. Actually I'm like you wow. actually work in the field of mental yeah. health. Yeah. So that's yeah. what we're well, going to talk yeah. about today. Oh, yeah. Sure
1: yeah. Um, I guess I'll start with who I am and what I do. Yeah go okay. ahead. So like you said I'm DJ or GJ. Yes. Um, I work at Volunteer Behavioral Health. Um, I'm the office manager there. I was a case manager there for a couple years um, and now I'm the office manager. Been the office manager for about eight nine months now. Um, It's an outpatient. Uh, We do have inpatient facilities around Tennessee, but our office is specifically outpatient. um, And we work with the community. We're um, a nonprofit. We work with more so lower income, um, but we we have a no wrong door policy, so we don't turn anyone down. Um, If anyone comes in seeking help or assistance or whatever, if we can't do it, we'll find somebody that can do it for you. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. How long have you been there? Um, I've been with the company for almost three years now. Yeah, um, like I said, I was a case manager for about two and a half, give or so, give or take, and now I'm the office manager there.
0: So there's a line on thirteen going on thirty, which is a chick flick you may or may not oh have yeah. seen. Oh yeah. But I love it when she's because I feel that way sometimes as an adult, like. There's a line that she says, she looks at Maddie, she's like, It's cool how we both have jobs. And I'm like, That's how I feel as an adult. Yeah. I'm like,
1: We should not have jobs. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so weird. I, I, I literally thought about that the other day, like on the way home from work. Cause like, you know how sometimes you have the rough days? Yes. And you're like driving home, no music, just silence. Just disassociated. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, 10 minutes, you're like, How did I get here? Yes. That was me. I was like, Man, I have a job and like a dog. responsibility. Yeah. I have a dog. A wife. I have like a house I have to pay for. Yes. Like, it's crazy it's god liz
0: always says who lets us do
1: this yeah literally who gave us permission
0: i know but something that i've loved about because i guess our friend groups have been meeting well i'd say close to two years now wouldn't
1: you say yeah pretty consistently it's one of
0: my favorite parts of adult life oh yeah it's having adult friends we talk about that all the time how everybody needs adult adult friends yes yes because it's so easy when you're in school
1: because you're just grouped yeah you're constantly like have to be together yeah so it's nice for sure. It's definitely like like you said. It's my favorite part too. It's like you know, every every Friday night, you know, like yes, we're, we're gonna. This week was awful, but I know that Friday night I get to hang out, you with get some speed burrito, the yes. yes,
0: play some <laughs> yes. unhinged games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. So. so what got you into the mental health field?
1: Um, it's actually a funny story. So I wasn't planning to go into the mental health field. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually working at Walmart, and I was full time there. That. Oh yeah is a whole life, <laughs> a whole other life. <laughs> An ecosystem. Yeah. Um. So I was working at Walmart, and I was um, going to work when, I think it was, like, Memorial Day or Labor Day or something. Mm-hmm. It was one of those random holidays that, like, most people have off of, but some of them yes. don't. So, you know, of course, Walmart, we we didn't get off for anything. So no, I was not. walking into work, and Justin actually was walking out with, like, a kayak and a cooler, and I was like... <clears throat> This sucks. (laughs) I've got to get out of here. I'm tired of working these weekends and these holidays. So I actually like I talked to a girl who worked at the Cookeville campus. Yeah, and and she was like, "Yeah, we're hiring." And I was like, "I want to do that. I want to use my degree because my degree is human ecology. So like I learned about people and studied people for seminary specifically. But this was a good way to use my degree, get weekends off and holidays off. And like once I got into it, I was like. Mind was like open. I was like, Oh my goodness, there is so much to mental health that, like, you do not realize, and like, everyone benefits from it. And like, I've always been the type of guy, like, growing up, like, you know, if you're sad, suck it up, you know, if you're angry, get over it. And like, I, like, once I got into the field, I saw all the stuff that goes on. I was like, Wow, there's so much more of this I didn't even realize. And it kind of took off, you know, like I said, I'm the office manager now, and hopefully, I. Pod for a promotion. Hopefully I get that soon. So I'll be um, in a different role. So it's, it's crazy. It's wild. So yeah. I wasn't necessarily planning to be in mental health, but it happened I'm, and I'm glad it, it has. So it's been yeah. great.
0: So a lot of people, I feel like in our generation, we're probably the first generation to like talk about it oh, yeah. for the first time. Mm-hmm. And there's still like, I don't know about you, but for me, like there's still kind of some like apology to me talking or not an apology, but like hesitation Mm -hmm. to even bring it up. Sometimes I feel like it it really depends on who I'm talking to. But if I'm talking to someone like in the generation to come, like more Gen Z, like it's definitely more like mainstream that it's more of an accepting spirit to talk about it. Like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like (laughs) I'm a chronically anxious person. (laughs) Like, hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Oh, 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 also uh, DJ poor thing has the plight of having a swifty wife, just like my husband. (laughs) So, yeah, we'll pray for you about that. But um, anywho, but uh, we do kind of come from the generation, even though there're like, some great people in the generation above us. It was so taboo to talk about mental health. Mm-hmm. It was very, like, get over it, suck it up, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. And that just really isn't working.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a... yeah, a, Like, some things, yeah, you can pull yourself up by your sure. bootstraps. But other yeah. times, yeah. you... Yeah, and also, I, I know that y'all probably can't hear this, but there is a bird nest right above us in our ceiling. There's there's problems every week. There's a train that comes by here. You will hear it. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Le- Lebanon, the great train oh, yeah. depot. And then also, they're doing work on this terrace out here. So, they were playing, like, some really great 90s country <laughs> hits last week. So, there's nice. always, like, a distraction. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry about that. So if any of us, if any of you listening hear us hesitate, mostly me, it's because I'm trying to process what I'm about to say. And also the family, the bird family that's thriving right above our heads. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But, um, I'm really glad that it's becoming not, not that mental health issues are becoming more mainstream. I think that even though they probably have grown, they've Mm -hmm. always been here, but we haven't just... Had the courage, or maybe even the language, to talk about it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like evolved. I mean, it's like ev- like everything else. Like technology has evolved. Our medicine for physical health has evolved, and now like our mental health medicine has definitely evolved, and therapy has evolved. But it's more so like like you said, more mainstream now. Like people are kind of aware. And I think, you know, one of the biggest things that we can do is be open about it. And, you know, a lot of people are hesitant to talk about it, but I mean, that's the biggest thing we can do. And a lot of the older people are like several, several clients that still are very hesitant, even though they seek the help and they went through the intake process but then like once they're in they're like yeah never mind or you just kind of have to we always say you know our biggest thing is building rapport Mm -hmm. we our first several phone calls as case managers is just talking with them and and just saying like hey you know if you ever need to call me or talk about anything or if you just want to yell at someone like I'm here for you because (laughs) it happens you know and uh so big building rapport with those clients is huge getting them to be able to like talk about it because for you know 80 percent of their life no one ever asked how do you feel you know how are yeah. you how's that going you know and, and you pass by someone and you say how's it going and you don't genuinely mean it. Like realistically, if somebody sat and started, was like, well, actually you'd be like, Oh no, (laughs) I was just trying to small talk. Yeah. But like to have someone sit and like genuinely care about how Mm -hmm. you feel, how's it going? Like that, like that is a big step that a lot of people, like once they take that step, it's like a life change. It's, it's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, I totally agree. And I, I actually started counseling for the first time in 2020. Um, and I started just kind of, well, it started in person and it very quickly went to online. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't have to explain why, but um, for a while, I would say for probably a good like year and a half, two years, I didn't tell anyone that I was in counseling because I was embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why that I was so, and not even embarrassment is, is a good word, but there was just kind of shame attached to it. Like, I want to make sure everyone knows I'm okay, like, and and really, I was more avoidant of questions that I would get, well, why did you feel the need to start counseling, like, Mm -hmm. why, you know, are you okay, like, is there something going on, and you know, like, yeah, there's a lot going on in everybody's lives, but now, Mm -hmm. I've, three years later, almost four years, I've continued that, just literally for, like, maintenance, like, just on my car, like, I don't go every week, I, you know, I try to go once a month if my schedule allows, Mm -hmm. if my budget allows, (laughs) because... Some places get a little bit prosy oh, yeah. with that, but um, why do you think there's so much shame attached to it?
1: I, I don't know. I really don't. I don't know if there's a, like a specific answer. Yeah. Because, it could be different for everybody. Yeah. Cause like, if for me, like if I were to go to therapy and maybe it's cause I'm in mental health and stuff, but like, I'll be like, yeah, I go to therapy. But like, I also think everyone needs to be in therapy. Yeah. I don't think that, oh, I'm fine. I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, you know you, everyone's living this chaotic life that we are all in right now, and everyone needs therapy because of it. Yeah, with inflation and the virus that hit, and everything else above, like there's so much going on constantly that yeah. I think everyone needs it. I mean, we always push it at work. We have benefits that come with therapy that are included with our job. That's really That cool. way, no matter what, like you, you can seek that help and. I I wish I could give a for-sure answer on why there's a shame. I don't know if it's social media, movies, or shows. And maybe it's because, like we said earlier, our parents were so, like, hush-hush about it. And Mm -hmm. so we kind of thought that, too. But, like, you know, if somebody's going to the physical once a year, oh, I got a doctor's appointment next week, you know, there's no hesitation to bring it up. But if you're like, oh, I got therapy next week, like you said, maybe it is the question, like, what traumatic event happened in your life. Yeah, <laughs> like, Maybe
0: and we I'm do I'm live in stressed. a super nosy area of oh, the world, yeah. um, but I I am thankful that it's it's becoming more normal, and I, I do openly tell people now, but I always, like, give a caveat with it. Like, I always give, like, a disclaimer, like, I'm okay. I just go to counseling, and, and I'm like, why do I have to be so dramatic about it? Like, yeah. I just go to counseling. Like, I want to yeah. make sure that I'm not a crappy person mm-hmm. and that I'm letting any crap inside me ooze off onto somebody
1: else either. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I think a lot of the the thing is people think you have to be like severe, like one way or another, like you can't be just kind of stressed or kind of depressed or kind of sad or whatever. Like if you're going to therapy, you're, you're pretty bad off, but like you can, like you said, just maintenance, just to catch up, just to talk to somebody other than the two kids at home or the dog that you have. Like so many times it's just, Just to talk and just to build that relationship and maybe get some unbiased opinions. Like, there's so many things out there that people don't realize. You know, you're not laying down on a couch and talking about your dreams. That is a thing, but that's not every therapy session. (laughs) not mine, yeah. Yeah. There's
0: a couch in there, but I've never laid down on it. um, And I do feel that the word that you used, unbiased, is so important. To like why why counseling has been so crucial in my life. I'm like this person does not know me. They don't know mm-hmm. the people around me. They you know living like like I said where we live. It's so easy in a small town for everyone to have known you for so long. And so even though I am surrounded by great people to support me, you know even like confiding in you, confiding in Liz, mm-hmm. confiding in your wife. Like it's just really nice to have somebody yes. kind of with a zoomed out perspective. Mm-hmm. Um. Because for me, uh, I'm the listeners know this. Like, anxiety has been so predominant, and and the thing is, like, when you struggle with something like that, like, and and that's something Hunter has really never struggled with, as like a whole in Mm -hmm. his life. Like I have, I've always been just a worried slash anxious prone person. Um, it's really hard when you haven't been through that Mm -hmm. to relate to someone saying. Like, hey, pray for me. I'm really anxious today. Yeah. And Hunter, and this is not a dig to Hunter. Hunter will usually say, oh, what are you anxious about? And I'm like, there's not an answer. Like, yeah. <laughs> it just is. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can, there's all the answers. Yeah. But I can't oh, even sure. put my finger on, yeah. on like, I, I can't tell you something I'm anxious about. It. There's just this sensation mm-hmm. in my body that won't quit. And also there's some children in the dressing rooms <laughs> below us. They might be murdering each other. Okay. <laughs> But, yeah, okay, so where we're sitting, guys, we're above the dressing rooms at Poppy's. I think we've told you guys this, but I don't think we've told y'all that I can hear, like, pretty much every conversation that people have in the dressing room. So if you're ever shopping at Poppy's and just it's like an office day, <laughs> yeah, don't diss Poppy's as a whole. Don't diss your friend who might be waiting for you in the lobby. Like, just, you know, keep it, keep it clean. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about this. One, what would you say, first question, and then I'll have a follow-up question to it. What are the most predominant issues that you see that people struggle with without, like, that people may not realize is their struggle? Like, what are just the predominant issues that you see in your field?
1: Um, For me specifically, because, and I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't have the statistics or anything, but I feel like a lot around here. With the lower income and whatnot, a lot of co-occurring is what we call it, and that's okay. that's mental health issues along with drug or alcohol use. Mm, that okay. seems to be the biggest, like, field that we have right now that we kind of see come through in and out. Um, and, and we have several programs for those and whatnot. Um, and I would say that one's probably the biggest overall, specifically in, in Lebanon, Wilson County area. Um, but a lot of people are like you said like anxious that they don't realize like oh this is a thing like I thought this is just how we're supposed to live you know yeah yeah and like until you're put you know the light is shown on it like you don't realize that and and I think that's one thing and that's why I I, I try to talk about um, you know being open about it because just a simple conversation could re- make someone realize like oh like that's not, you know, how I'm supposed to feel all the time. I can try to get help or whatnot. And so, you know, it's hard for a nonprofit, but we try to get our name out there as much as possible with references and stuff to kind of show people with that. So definitely the co-occurring is the biggest. Um, And then I would say probably just like, like, anxiety, just basic anxiety. Yeah. And I say basic very lightly. Totally. There's <laughs> nothing the basic <laughs> about it. Yeah. Yeah. I wish there was something basic about it. I will...
0: Like, we talk about, like, just the funniest... Like... And, I, I was reading or reading an article about this, and then I saw a TikTok about this, about how our generation is so, like, prone to dark humor oh, yeah. and how, like, we just joke about things. But, like, this is horrible but also funny at the same time. I'll never forget, like, my first feelings of anxiety came with having to remember a backpack for school. Like, being in the, the backseat of my parents' car and just being like, where's my backpack? Yeah. Like, just... I remember feeling that way from a super young age and it just kind of followed me. And, you know, I have people like, even my mom before has said like, I feel so bad that you had anxiety. Like I didn't even know. And I'm like, I didn't even know. Like, I just thought that I was a worry freak. Mm. Like, you know, like I don't, I mean, there's no way of knowing until you really have the language to, to put, put words into how you're feeling. Um, but with that, like, I feel like a lot of our listeners, experience a lot of anxiety I've been through depression before and and I I think that like especially seeing like commercials for like antidepressants and stuff you think that it's this thing where you know you may be like wanting to just end your life or just in the bed all the time and it's just this really dark thing but it comes out in different ways with people like you know people who meet me would probably never guess that I've had seasons of depression in my life. I'm not a depressed human, Mm -hmm. but I have had seasons of depression in my life. And not letting that, just like taking care of that before it did encompass my whole life was the key there. But with anxiety specifically... um, and I don't even know if you've ever been through that, and you don't have to. You don't have to talk about it by any means. But what are what are some like realistic coping mechanisms other than like, of course, I would say obviously find a counselor, find someone that you can talk to, yeah. even someone at your church. Um, but what are just some easy coping mechanisms when someone's starting to spiral out, and that's what I call it with myself because yeah. I can definitely feel my thoughts
1: mm-hmm.
0: go places they shouldn't go.
1: Yeah i i have to I have to answer this very like. Vague because I can't necessarily say one thing specifically because I'm not a licensed therapist or anything. Gotcha. But like, I, I just feel like there's so much out there, and everyone's gonna be different. Like, yeah, my wife. If if I told her like, hey, I'm I'm gonna go fishing. Do you want to go with me? Because that's what I like to do when I feel like I'm just bombarded with stuff and I want to yeah. relax. She would be like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I want to sit in my room and read my book. Because that's her way of coping with life. And I think it's different for everyone. You know, find things you do and do it. Yeah. That you enjoy doing and do it. Sorry. So, like, if you enjoy going fishing, if you enjoy just going for a walk or reading or hanging out with friends or whatever, you know, of course, try to make it something healthy for you. Yes. You know, that's when the therapist would come in because, you know, there's coping skills and then there's healthy coping skills. And so I think like you said other than finding the therapist once you do ask them specifically and they'll try to get some of that out because some of it you don't even realize the same thing with anxiety like you don't realize you have that anxiety some coping skills you realize you don't realize are healthy coping skills that can help you kind of relax and and calm down and kind of yeah. understand and see like I'm anxious and I understand that this is what I can do to kind of calm down a little bit and just realize where I'm at and what's going on and, and that I am going to be fine. And so finding your own coping skills is, is important and, and not yeah. trying to force someone else's on you because you may not like it or trying to do something uncomfortable. Um, there's just different things out there. I don't think there's anything specific for one person or whatnot.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, we're all wired so different. Mm-hmm. So you can't, like, there's not a five-step program to solving anxiety it's Mm going to be different for every person and even especially if your anxiety is situational um with what's going on in your life during a certain season but as soon as you said like there's coping skills and there's good like healthy coping skills i know exactly what you're talking about because i can just tell you right now one of my coping mechanisms is doom scrolling but that is a absolutely horrible like I love nothing more than to get lost in scrolling yeah. on TikTok. And and it's there there are some good aspects about sure. it to where my for you page is perfectly curated for me to the point where I laugh out loud. Yeah while I'm scrolling TikTok. And also I love the the part of TikTok. Not me justifying my TikTok addiction. Um, but like I love finding TikToks and you know this because we do this. Yeah. Sending oh, yeah. TikToks to our friend groups, sending them like yeah. any Jack Black TikTok I see is yeah. going to you. Oh, like yeah, for you know sure. and so like I do love that community aspect of yeah. of scrolling, but also I can feel when it's right. becoming unhealthy for me. And yeah. I think that if we all take a step back like in self awareness, mm-hmm. like
1: you know exactly what's good for yeah. your coping oh, yeah. and what's not good for yeah. your coping skills mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and I think that's that's where the, the having a therapist part comes in is super important because yeah you may not even realize it's unhealthy like if you're and I, I know that some people are going to be guilty of this but if you think eating an entire tub of ice cream mm-hmm. to cope is mm-hmm. healthy I hate to break it to you it's not necessarily the healthiest thing yeah and so like you know, an alternative could be going for a walk to get an ice cream down the road and just taking that ice cream cone and eating it while walking. Up yeah. Enjoying the day, you know, something similar that you can use, but also, uh, you know, a lot healthier than sitting on the couch and binge watching a show and eating that, you know, yeah. And sure. There are days for that. I'm not going to sit here and say it's bad. Um, it's not the greatest, but you know, to each their own, and find that compromise of, of what you really want to do and what you know is best for you.
0: Yeah, and and I think that um, something that probably a lot of listeners are thinking about right now because our our listener base starts like I mean we have people as young as like high schoolers, but mm-hmm. like most of our listeners are between the ages of like twenty three and like thirty eight, and so I think that a big thing for us is that we're all broke <laughs> and we can't afford what we feel like may be good mm-hmm. counseling. Yeah. So what would you tell that person that's like, hey, I don't have the budget for counseling? Where would you direct them? Yeah, uh,
1: Reach out. There's so many out there. Um, like I said, we're, we're a nonprofit. Uh, we don't turn anyone down. Mm-hmm. And if we can't do it ourselves, we will, we will refer you to someone. We'll find you the resources needed. Um, there's a lot of nonprofits out there that are willing to take a, a – a, I don't want to say a a stab at you, but like, you know, willing to take a loss or whatever, whatever that may be to to kind of help you. And if your therapist or the place that you go is not willing to kind of help you with a little bit, then that's probably not the right therapist to go to in the first place. Um, You should probably go to someone who's more client first. Um, And there's out there, you know, like I said, reach out, try to find someone. um, And if you have any type type of insurance, a lot of people... um, it, it will cover your physical health, but a lot of it will actually cover mental health stuff as well. Yeah. Um, so you can reach out to your insurance agent, whoever that is, and see if there's anyone around. Especially, like, one good thing that came from all this stuff in 2020 was the fact that we can do telehealth now. So, totally. Like, you may not have anyone right next to you, but there may be someone, you know, in Tennessee or wherever that you can see, at least until you can find someone face-to-face to yeah. kind of help you through whatever it is you're going through. Um, But yeah, I think the biggest thing is just reaching out because, like I said, and there's so many other places like us that are nonprofit, but we can't maybe see you, but we will find someone who can, you know. And I think the biggest thing is definitely just reaching out, trying to find someone.
0: Yeah. I would also say, like, if you have a home church, like our church that Hunter and I attend, it's larger. So there is, like, a a licensed therapist who's Mm -hmm. on the pastoral staff. And I mean, they do, they do free counseling as well. So I would definitely reach out to your church. And like you said, like I know better help online. And if you, if you're like me and you look up promo codes all the time, there's so many promo codes, like get your first session free. So I think that it's kind of like, uh, I think of that story in the Bible where Jesus is, uh, I can't remember who he's talking to. I think it's a blind man. I was reading about in the book of John last week and He's he asked him, Do you want to be well? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's such a good question for us to ask ourselves. Yeah. Like, hey, I know that there's a million excuses, like, you don't have the time, you don't have the money, but it's like, okay, but do you want to be well? Right. Because if you want to be well, yeah. that's kind of like. That Jesus way of saying, like, if you wanted to, you would. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah.
1: right, yeah. And, and like, I don't know. I, I, a lot of the times when I talk to people, I feel like sometimes I kind of step on toes. And, like, I don't mean to. I'm just kind of being realistic with you. But, like, if you can't afford therapy, are you getting coffee every morning from Starbucks? That's just conviction. Uh, you know <laughs> like, what I mean? Yeah. And, like, I don't know. Like, that's six, seven bucks a day. Yeah. Five days a week maybe put that together for your monthly income, like, that's that's a therapy session or yeah. so. So, and, and not to mention caffeine does not help with anxiety. <laughs> so, what? I refuse to <laughs> listen to that. I'm sorry. So, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, like you said, do you want to be well? Do you yeah. want to be helped? Because, you know, there there are life choices out there, and that's, yeah. that's something we try to talk with our clients about. You know, a lot of them have like I said, lower income. And so we try to set up that budget plan with them. Like, yeah, you know, you may not, you may only have a thousand dollar disability check every month, but you're also spending 200 of that on cigarettes. You know, maybe that's something we could cut back on. And that's just kind of picking and choosing what is necessary, what's most important. And I would argue mental health is one of the most important.
0: Yeah. It's really kind of like when you think of the term like opportunity cost, like, Mm -hmm. Okay, like yeah, you may have to do research to find a more affordable option or yeah. make time in your schedule, but like, is it worth you living the way that you're yeah. living right now? So, mm. I mean, it's hard to like. But DJ, you're one of those people that like says things that may not be like what you want to hear, but it's what you need to hear, yeah. and I'm it's because you care. Yeah, oh like
1: yeah. most definitely,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So, That's y'all don't think I that I DJ's some kind of jerk telling yeah, you? Yeah, I promise you, wrong. I'm not. Yeah, anymore. he's
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel with Riley and Justin. Like I call Riley when I need to hear like what I need to hear, and yeah. Justin's like, "Hey, tell me something I want to hear." Literally, and Justin. Yes. I know. So that's how I have both of them <laughs> on each side, Balance. Yeah,
0: yeah. I'll you call both of and them. you and Hunter are both the same in that y'all both say what you need to hear, not what yeah, you want to yeah. hear, which is really unfortunate because I'm extremely sensitive. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm, is your wife. I'm, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Yeah, so God knew that we both needed someone to not like fluff us yeah, you know yeah like just coddle yeah, if
1: like i was anxious like our household mind shall be so <laughs> just chaos because <laughs> we'd both just be so anxious all the time <laughs> we'd have like four deadbolts on each door yes. like 90 cameras
0: the amount of times that poor hunter collins has had to get up to make sure all of our doors are oh, locked yeah. in our house because yeah. yeah, so many people are trying to break into our yeah. house, like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. Is there anything else that you want to share about mental health?
1: No, I don't uh,
0: know. We've solved all the world's problems. Yeah, we're done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I'm out of a job now. We just fixed it. I know. That's what we talk about, though, at work all the time. Like, we're always like, our goal is to not have a job in, you know, 10 years, which is crazy to think about. But that's kind of what, you know, that's what we want.
0: Well, and something that is interesting that we'll talk about off recording sometime when we do more research on it is how... Liz and I, I, get, I mix up Liz and I all the time because <laughs> they, yeah, because they are my mental support yeah. in my life. They are interchangeable. Um, but Liz and I talk about all the time, like, what is mental health like in other countries? Yeah. Like, is this a, is this like an American issue or is this just a human issue and it's just more predominant mm-hmm. in America? Because, I mean, I really do think that we weren't meant to consume as much as we're consuming, yeah. like... Just information, trauma, news of other people's trauma, mm-hmm. um, the vulnerability to greater backlash,
1: mm-hmm. and just
0: more information on, like, politics and, mm-hmm. like, world disasters. I'm like, no wonder we're so freaking anxious. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. It's, I, it definitely exists everywhere else, but it may be different. Like, you know, my anxiety is different from yours. Same thing for over there. You know, they're yeah. not as anxious about specific things that we may be over here in america yeah um inflation specifically is super bad now in america maybe not elsewhere but you know we're super anxious about that and they're you know eating beans and toast in the morning not thinking twice yeah (laughs) so it's it's different
0: yeah well when we all move to our compound in ireland one day
1: (laughs) i really want to do that yeah
0: we we hunter had us on a website last week called like castles in com.
1: Yeah, I, we were legit, though. We had everything planned out. And start a bed and breakfast. Yeah. I think we could do it.
0: <laughs> yes. That's yeah. a plan B. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Well, thank you again for coming yeah, on the podcast. No
1: problem. Thank you for having me.
0: Yes, absolutely. And we'll see you guys back here um, next week. Liz and I are going to be recording at Women of Joy. Ooh. We usually record somewhere around the hot tub at the cabin that we stay cool. at.
1: Cool.
0: It's always awesome. a great time. Yeah.
1: How many of y'all are going?
0: It'll be... Let's see, my two cousins, Morgan and Hallie, and then Liz and Michaela, and That's Lily and fun. myself. So six of us.
1: That's going to be so And cool. we act a fool. Oh, yeah.
0: We're the youngest people at this women's conference. Oh, yeah. And yeah. it's wonderful. Isn't it?
1: Yeah. It's the one that they go to every year, right? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Then.
0: Yes. And Toby Max, the special, like, concert oh, guest. A legend. I know. A legend. I
1: know. Oh, I'm man. very
0: excited. That's cool. But, yeah. But we'll see you guys back here next week. Yeah. Yeah, have a good one. Uh, we'll see y'all see tell your mom and them (laughs) y'all come back yeah y'all come back now that's it for today fam thank you so much for listening and make sure to rate and subscribe and don't forget to visit us on instagram at chosen girls movement or on our website to see our merch and free resources and meet us back here next tuesday